Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Touring Giants Podcast number 186. My name is Farhad. I'm the host that loves you most. It's a thrill to have you guys with us today. We have a very special guest with us today. But before we get into that, we'll take care of some business. Anything podcast related, reach out on Twitter at Juve Podcast. Check out the merchandise at Touring Giants, both on Instagram and Twitter. We have a very special drop designed by our friend Dan Colosimo. And we're going to do a giveaway at the end of the episode to announce the winner. There's only going to be one, spoiler alert, but you have a chance to go and purchase everything that we have to offer on the website, which includes all sorts of clothing, stickers, and posters. Our special guest today is Rav. Everybody knows him because he's everybody's favorite Juventino is what I call him. It's been a while since he appeared on the podcast. We did a few episodes with him back in 2018, I want to say, 18, 17. I don't remember, but he was a, he's a great co-host, and he's been kind of MIA last few year, last few months. Uh, he no longer manages at UVFC.com, but he did such a great job since 2001. He was, a, uh, he was an admin for that Twitter page and as well as the website uvfc.com he's now a millionaire who who lives in the bahamas somewhere we're gonna catch up with him thanks to sam at calcio podcast on twitter for joining us and johnny at casca calcio this was a fun episode because we got to talk personal stuff with rav his journey after giving up the account at uvfc.com we talked juve talked new acquisitions as always, took listener questions, and thank you all for reaching out. You guys are always so awesome. I will not bore you any longer. Let's get into this awesome new episode, number 186. Let's go. Green Giants podcast, episode number 186. What a special episode it is, guys. Our friend is back. Rav, what's up, buddy? Hey, <laughs> Alessandro Belpiero. I'm Alessandro good. Belpiero, I'm good. That's right. That's right. We've, we've missed you. And uh, judging, like I said, by the responses, uh, this, this should be an interesting one. There's a bunch of questions lined up for you. Uh, the whole that's episode shall be fantastic. But before we get into it, let me introduce my friends, my co-hosts. Johnny Casket. What's up, buddy? Straight from What's New up, York. Brad? All good. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks Sam the Hammer. Me. Sammy, our it's, Canadian, our Canadian son. What's good? What's going on, guys? It's good to be back. What a great week. What do you think? Do we have a little uh, Scudetto run on our hands here? You know, dare I say it? It's going to be right, interesting. We'll, we will we'll, for sure. We'll cover that. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll, we'll cover all the predictions and, 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 you know, see who's see who's the dreamer in our company here. Before we get into it, I would like to thank all the listeners. And all. You know, all the kind words you guys sent. I'll, I'll never I'll never get tired of saying this. You guys have so many choices in in podcasts, entertainment and, and choices. So we really do appreciate you choosing us. And what we do on each episode is we read out top 10 cities that gave us listens in the last seven days. Guess who's number one? Actually, we'll go we'll go from number 10. I know, I know Sam is going to make fun of me. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's your, do your thing, man. It's your thing. You, you got to well, do what you got to do. I know, but SoundCloud doesn't really give me numbers next to the city. So I had to count down. Kingston in the U.S., oh, yeah. number 10. 
Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, Woodbridge, Canada, Calgary, Canada. There we go. Represent. I love, I love our Canadian listeners. That's, love that's a random one. Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, twice on the top 10. Yeah, nice. Sydney, Australia is always a perennial visitor <laughs> of the top 10. Moscow, Russia, number four. I don't think we've ever had the, 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 the Moscow. Wow. In our top 10. Well, Dabropajalovic, you know, a lot of people don't know. Fluent Russian speaker right here. Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania is back. Number three. I love it. Let's so go. Much. All I had so... to do was speak it into existence. And it's That's back. Right. Scranton. <laughs> you mentioned that last time. I, as a fan of The Office, it gives me it so was the most. Joy. It was the most random thing. I don't know why. I don't know where they came from and where they went. They disappeared. And now they're back on the map after months. That's awesome. I Let's love go. It. I love it. I, I just imagined, you know, one of the cast members, one, one of the office yeah. mates hiding a little bluetooth speaker in their head in their in their head you know who would it be what 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 cast member on the office or what character on the office would do that it'll be probably stanley like creed no it'll be i was just gonna say weird shit you know just like randomly he lives in Toronto for tax reasons like no and creed would be the only creed would be because no one knows anything about fucking italian football on the office definitely not but creed would be the one who you find out does and he's like really knowledgeable about it he had a promising career yeah that's a good call you you know what creed would do (laughs) creed would would set up bots on all of our twitter giveaways and like i go (laughs) sometimes when i pick a winner i check i check if that person's you know account is just for just for bots like to retweet stuff for giveaways uh yeah creed would definitely have one of those fake twitter profiles yeah. uh and he would two, find a way to circumvent the bot the bot check tech that you have yeah he'd be like i'm an old man i don't know i don't know what you're talking about the interwebs uh number two let's move to number two billens who can tell me where the city of billens is located b-i-l-l-e-n-s sounds like a middle school <clears throat> i don't know billens See, so here's what I don't understand. What's the population of Billings? How many people could possibly be listening to us from there? And why it's is it lot. that we're never going to see them again? I don't understand a, how it works. SoundCloud is fine. Billings, like well, is, Billings, Billings is located Switzerland. Switzerland. Good Googling skills right there, buddy. And number one, like I said, <laughs> New York. Shout outs to New York. Uh, you Rob, you've been. Uh, I like how Rob been, has been quiet, and this is Rob centric <laughs> episode. What's up, buddy? I'm just um, soaking this in, well, we'll, soaking everything. <laughs> how yes. things have changed. Well, welcome oh, back. We 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 got plenty of time to talk about this stuff. I just wanted to uh, create a little a little flow of the podcast. First thing I wanted to mention is our top ten listeners, and if you heard your city, give us a shout out. Let us know on Twitter at Uve Podcast. Um, and if well, your boys, city isn't on there, then listen more. That's right. That's right. Well, You're doing something I, wrong. I, I, I always love that segment, Van Farhad. When I used to listen, I always loved the segment. And I never understood why, but it's really—I don't know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's always it's always really random cities. Again, I I always love that about it. Um, Rob, before we get going, I have a question to ask you here. So you've been out of the uh, the news cycle for a while. No, I shouldn't say you've been out of the news cycle. That implies that you're not reading news anymore. You've been out of the. Uh, the news game, I guess, for a little while now, you haven't really been sharing uh, news on your platform anymore since you sold it, right? So how have you found um, following Juve from just a regular fan's point of view? Has it been more enjoyable? Because obviously taking a lot of time to read news and if, write a lot, effectively creating a second job for yourself out of it makes of it 
a job, right? It's, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a responsibility that you kind of created for yourself that you had to fulfill. How do you feel now that you don't have that responsibility anymore? That's a really good question. Um, It's weird. It took a long, long time to, to sort of detach myself from that because I still am on Twitter, albeit anonymously at, um, you know, a tweet every now and again. Not. I've never seen an anonymous to. user of Twitter with more followers. This guy has like an <laughs> insane amount. That just shows you that this guy actually tweets good stuff because the people not yeah. knowing who he is and follow him. That's it's hilarious. About that. But um, it yeah, it it changes, it changes everything because you. I think sometimes I used to have to, perhaps not censor, but be a bit more careful about what I said or, or how I said it, because you, as social media sort of developed, you used to get a lot more, I think in the early days, it was more about just talking to other people that supported the same club. And then it just got very sort of divided and used to get a lot of angry people on the oh, internet. Oh, it's even worse like, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't the energy. There you go. I, I don't have it's... the energy or the patience for that. It's just too much, but it, it's definitely been easier. To, to follow Juve, to watch a game, to maybe share a few thoughts anonymously. No one gives a shit because they don't know it's me and I disappear. Um, and then I look forward to the next game and I watch most of the games just in peace and quiet without tweeting about stuff. So it's a positive awesome. experience. Easiest way you, of saying it. Have you been losing your mind at reading some of the stuff other people have been like saying no. now and not being able to kind of not fight back, but not write articles mm. of, your, of your own or just translate things in a way that, you see fit or even just seeing how the websites run now. I know you're not going to criticize the new management and, and they've been doing a good job. I, I still follow them, but overall, like has it, has it been, what's, what, what's it been like from, from, from that perspective, just not being able to write anything yourself. Now? Um, it's, it's a relief. And it looking at the way social media has changed and how angry people are about the smallest thing. Um, it's nice to not have to, to, to sort of, see someone's comment and just sort of think, oh, okay, that's fine. I just, just quickly, I used to get really defensive about Juve, always have been. I don't know why it is. It, even if I sort of speak to someone and they say, oh, which football club do you support now? And I say Juventus. And, oh, the, the team that, you know, got demoted to City of B and all this. And I still get really, really <laughs> defensive about it. No, well, no, that's no, normal. That's know. normal. We all do, yeah, it's, right? It's, it's like it's a, a girlfriend. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. But now, when I see, even when I see that negative stuff on social media, I just kind of thinking, yeah, it's fine. I don't have to do anything with it. So yeah, it's, it's I feel like I feel like good. the club has done enough to kind of go out of that that description. If that even makes sense. Anyway, well, they've been successful, right? In in in, in the last decade, that helps. Um, they were successful Absolutely, before. Yeah. They've been successful since. It's just this little sort of little blip that that sandwich between periods that were you know where, where they were otherwise successful overall on balance but no listen it's it's great to it's great to have you back on man i'm i'm really uh <laughs> like, i'm yes, honored i'm honored because i used to listen to you and farhad it was weird for me to get to know farhad and it was really weird for me to get to know giovanni and put a face to both of their voices it was i mean i know you're you're anyone watching on youtube and by the way do check us out on youtube if you're listening to the podcast turn giant yes, show on youtube um yeah so but if you do go to youtube you're not gonna see rab's face he's still he's still <laughs> he's still keeping his anonymity but I, but i know i feel i feel very privileged. You, you, you revealed your face to everyone before, uh, before, before we hit record. This is, it was a trip, man. So no, this is handsome. Bastard, know, isn't he? 
He is a handsome, handsome guy. Yeah, what about hair? <laughs> Girls are missing <laughs> that, out. That silky British accent and the, but, uh, the oh, looks well. to back it up. Yeah, when, no, when but I, uh, when I edit okay. when I edit the show on GarageBand, his voice just like is it's so perfect. There's no there's no adjustments <laughs> needed. So I, I always happy to have him. So something I wanted to do before we get into the old UV stuff is um, give you guys a uh, since it's Joe Pesci's birthday today. Shout out oh, to wow. one, one of the goats. One of the goats. It just happens to be today. Uh, I wanted to guy. give you guys, I wanted to give all three of you a mafia movie quiz. Questions vary. Uh, some you may know, some may, and that's, that's what makes the quiz interesting. Um, you guys were <laughs> kind of briefed on it. All of you guys are fans of obviously mob movies and um, that, that universe. So who's ready? I'm ready. Let's Let's do rock it. and roll. Uh, I, I fully, I expect, I expect to slay this man. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know what I'm up against. That's what he said. I'm, that's what Rob, wow. Rob, Rob was. Rob was you know, <laughs> talking trash too, man. Uh, hey, we'll see. Uh, I will keep score here on my laptop. So our, I, I, I feel like Rob can go first as a guest. What do you guys think? Oh well. Okay. Then Johnny, and then Sam as the youngest member, as the low knee. Um. <laughs> So am I still on loan? It's like a year and a half loan. It's I think, like I think not sola for like that, 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 that period of four years. Yeah, I think in the beginning of this season, we um, uh, we, we, we acquired the rights. Um, nobody told us about you wearing sunglasses at every podcast, though. So I, mm. I wish I wish you, I wish your lawyer would would reveal that information. But anyway, Put it in the next CBA. All right, Rav, you go first. Um, yes. Alessandro, Alessandro okay. Belpiero will, will let us know if the, if the answer is right. And my trusted buzzer app. Sorry. It's a oh, let's go. terrible quality, <laughs> but let's go. All right. Which famous line in the Godfather movie, the first Godfather movie was improvised, Rav? Oh, son of a. Oh, I, man, I, I, I know I know some people <laughs> might think it's it's a difficult question, but it's the line that everyone knows. Well, apparently not everyone, but it's a famous line that was improvised at the moment. And if Is you get the, the question line... wrong or you pass it, the next person hmm. gets the gets the chance to answer because I don't honestly don't have that. No Googling, questions. right? No Googling. <sighs> no, no, I, I promise. I, I on on, on, on our, our system. No, I, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> Like that goes for um, everyone. I mean, we're on Zoom. We could all do it. No one's doing it. We're honor system right, here. Since, honor system. Since since we're kind of short only... on time, let's let's uh, let's limit the okay. questions to about twenty seconds or so. The answer. Uh, is it the line where he says he's going to make him an offer he can't refuse? Hold on, my Son phone is unlocked. Ah, uh, sorry, bud. Okay. Johnny, Johnny Casket. Come on, you got to know this one. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Ah. Uh, one zero, Johnny with the lead. All right. So since Johnny got the answers right, it only it's only correct that that we let Sam go next. Sam, give us. Speaking of the goat, speaking of Joe Pesci, give us three movies out of six that he made with Robert De Niro. Uh, Raging Bull, Casino, and Goodfellas. See that that one I could have done. Yeah, well, I mean that, 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 was, a, <laughs> everyone, that was a little easier one. I was, that one. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have gone hey, the hey, last hey. one. I was thinking another, Listen, I was thinking something totally different. Right. I was, I but I knew the alone. answer. 
it's it's nice to say that oh i could have done that rob how about how about you answer next time there's no i don't care if you're handsome dude this is this is my house you're gonna answer my Let's questions go. all right here we go let's go rob <laughs> it's okay. a, sorry dude these are these john are doesn't get to answer a question well he did he has a point okay but i thought that was like in found family feud like he he just he got ready to steal okay well, what, do you, what, what do you what do you guys say what do you, who, who's going next i don't care well let everyone let everyone get a chance to answer first and okay. then uh yeah. whatever yeah yeah get your like all right so johnny right which disease made young vito corleone spend three months in quarantine at ellis island in the godfather two movie tuberculosis Oh. Chance to steal for see now I'm confused. Who's stealing now? Is it Sam? Who's next? Uh, uh, next? I'll try I'll try. I um I read the book. Be... I think it's yellow let's go with yellow fever. Okay. I, I know it uh, now and I'm pissed. Uh Rob. is it is it cholera? Is that fatal? That's a bad oh, one. I was gonna say it can't be cholera. Right, yeah, I was thinking. Cold, I was thinking scurvy. Right? I was thinking scurvy, and I was like, "There's no like, there's no way people were still getting scurvy in the nineteen. The, the disease 19, is nineteen hundreds. You, John, you can say it, but it won't count. Smallpox. Can't let you go to it. Smallpox. Oh, yes. And I should have known that because my parents, who came from Italy, have the scar from their smallpox vaccine, which they had to what? get to come here. I got the scar too, baby. Wow. Got, yeah. got, got immigrants, man, showing our pride. Um, all right, who's next? Sam, you tell me who's who's going next. Back when vaccines used to work, yeah, when they would leave a scar, when they would leave a shut fucking up. scar. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just oh no, um, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fucking. Right, I guess Rob, I guess Rob is next. Uh, I guess we have to get let him go next, right? Or Sam. yeah, well. we'll no, no, it's no, it's Rob. No, it's Rob. Everyone, it. It's it's Rob. Everyone answered once. <laughs> let 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 Rob. Okay. Sam. Sam's a pain in my ass. All right. It works, though. Yeah. Um, Love throwing yes. you off, bro. So, so Sam. Uh, Sam. Uh, Rob. Rob, Rob, Rob. <laughs> the name, the name, my, my personal favorite. That's my movie. My favorite movie of all time. Tell me the name of the casino that Sam Rothstein runs in the movie oh. casino. Jesus. This is, this is so tough. Swear to God. Man. Swear to God. Um, it's there. It's right on the tip of my tongue, but I haven't got enough time to think back it's it all right was, you got 10 seconds uh, i know but this is not good for like a podcast when, I, when i'm sitting there in silence uh, it is the oh it's on the tip of my tongue oh no give it someone else Son of a, i suck at this you got it johnny come on john knows this 100 is it um by the way, I'm gonna try to put like Tan. like game show music under it. Oh, was it so people so people are not was it Tangiers? Yeah. Yes, Johnny with two points. Johnny's ahead of everybody else. Sam has one point. Johnny has two points. Raf, gotta step the shit up, dude. You're embarrassing <laughs> me. You're embarrassing yourself. All right, who's next, Sam? I think Sam. it's me. I think yeah. I think it's me. Right, yeah, Sam. and then, then speaking of John Sam Rothstein. Uh, all right, so let's go with this one. What's the name of the guy? What's the name of the of the mobster that told young Nikki to go? Well, not young at the moment, but told Nikki to go get, get his fucking shoebox, a shine box. Oh, that What's one the I name know. Of that 
was it Nikki or was it um it was uh uh uh, uh it was Tommy, right? Tommy. Nikki Tommy. He, Joe, oh, Joe Pesci's character is I'm Nikki sorry, in I Casino. Confused. Yeah, okay. I, sorry. Billy, yes, sir. No, no, I, I was, I okay, okay. No. So so this is in Goodfellas? Yeah, uh Billy Bats. Billy yes. Bats played by uh fucking Phil Leotardo, the guy that plays Phil Leotardo. Yeah, you, you know uh, what's, what's, funny? what's his name? Frank Frank Vincent. Him. That's it. You you know my dad looks exactly like him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> the hair he and look, everything. He look he looks like he could be an Armenian Azerbaijani Persian guy. I see it. Yeah, but yeah. they used right. to call him on the, the slick on hair. The Sopranos. They used to call him the Shah of Iran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Question for the, Rob. Is that correct? The Rob fucking the Rob fucking Shah the fucking Shah of Iran. This guy over here. <laughs> Rob is going next. Tony. Um, movie True Romance, one of my favorites. I watched that the other couple months ago. It's just fantastic. Farhad, I'm sorry. Why isn't John getting a chance to go first? He's just, it's not our fault that he's cleaning up the trash. He still gets a chance to go first. Does I think he it's, not? Yeah, it's his go. So, because well, last time you went I think after so. Farhad. And That's then fine. I That's fu- I'm okay with that. See, I told uh, you, man, this is a fucking mess. No, but, no, it's but, fine. So we've all answered two questions except John. John okay. answered one. Okay. Well, John, John's, for the, John for the win right. then. John for the win. Here we go. Okay. It's a difficult one, so you might not win this one. I'm running out of questions. You motherfuckers better get it right. So, <laughs> in the famous scene where Christopher Walken appears in True Romance, and they have, he has a conversation with Dennis Hopper's character, where is Christopher Walken's character from that Dennis Hopper makes a whole speech about? It's it's in Italy. I'll give you a... Sicily. Honest. Yeah. King of the... King of the Mafia trivia, baby. Let's go. Johnny Casket coming through. Thank God, because I was running out of questions. Good job, buddy. All I right. will send you I will send you your gift, which is, I don't know, whatever you want. I'll send you a pair of panties or something. I don't know. All right, let's move on to you. Warren? I don't know. Depends on whose it is. Um, I, this went downhill really fast. <laughs> Rav, um, I'm going to go ahead and ask you a question. Because we got mm. we got a bunch of questions from from uh, from our listeners for you. Uh, Would have been nice if I pulled it up right now. Well, while you do, can I just can I just say I, I can't remember the last time I've been this excited about Juve. Um, it's been over a year. Um, when was the last time you guys were this excited as you are now? As you know, um, we just. One match oh, to sure it was only against Las Verona, but it was you know with where, Actually, where two a, big a, a, sorry, Sam, signing pretty, scored goals. That's a very good segue. I appreciate you bringing that up. Let's let's talk about the game, Sam. I know you started. Let's. I just realized we we weren't on after the game happened. So there's a lot of emotions, a lot to talk about. What do you guys sure? Think? Let, yeah. First, so let's first. talk about that before we hit the questions then, because I I'm fired up, man. I got, I mean everyone was excited after the window we had and. I would have been just happy if we won the game. I think the Atalanta one coming up is a, is a is a much more significant one in the grand scheme of things and in how the rest of the season might go. I think if we win, it bodes well. If we don't, we could, you know, then you you ought to assume that it's a, a dog fight for top four. Um, if you if you win, you say, well, you know what? That's that's great. We might have, you know, closed the gap a little bit there. Maybe we could keep this momentum rolling. Um, but the fact that the two new signings scored goals in the first game. One, one of them being from Zakaria, who's not even going to be a guy that you necessarily expect to score all the time. But just as an omen, it, it, it seems to 
bode really well. It was almost poetic, and it's impossible not to get excited about. Almost a pretty iconic game, too. I think it might wind up being as we look back over the years, just because of the fog, too. You know, that foggy yeah, game when Dusan Blavich played. Like, no, I, but, I know, I know the flares are not allowed. I don't know why it was such a mess. Uh, kept think, I kept waiting for the for the fog to go away because I thought it was. It might have been the weather. I don't know, but for all, yeah, but yeah it might, it might just have just be been the weather. weather. But 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 again, just really cool, really foggy day. Vlavic's first game, first goal. Who knows? You know. Let's talk about. We could also we could it goal. could also be a yeah it could also be a Piatek situation with Milan, right? I, I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. But Let, let's talk about that goal. I'm get excited. Dybala is able to to create something with a with a with a player who is who's worth the beautiful passes that he provides, you know, that back heel, uh, immediately understanding each other. What I like about Vlaovic is his, he, as soon as you look at him, that's what kind of what we've been missing in the forward, that, that quickness. Because Morata, you know, he kind of stays, stays around and lingers. But with Vlaovic, as soon as he saw an opportunity, he knew, you know, Dybala is going to send him forward. Boom, he was already there ahead of, and I think that the goal, it, I know, the technique is technique was fantastic, but I think the keeper could have done better there. He kind of slowed down at the last second there. It's um, very difficult. I always I always vouch for the keepers. Uh, that, that's that, that that's very it's very difficult, very difficult save to make just because it was so well taken. What did you think about the goal, Ralph? Um, <laughs> just going back to what Sam said in terms of the. The feeling. I think that was probably the most excited that I've been about a game since maybe when Pirlo played the, the uh, took over that that first game when we were I think we won like four nil I think against Sampdoria or something and it was just this. It felt like there was a change. It felt like something was different. That's how it feels this time. It wasn't just about the fact that we scored two goals that we won. It's the fact that we had this player that was wanted by numerous teams around Europe and not just any old teams, but the biggest and the best teams in Europe, Arsenal, uh, Spurs, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester City, all these teams wanted Vlaovic and he's on the pitch playing for Juve in the fog in Turin uh, because he wanted to come to Juve. So that in itself was a huge deal. And the same with Zakaria as well. I know that maybe he's, he's signing kind of has, has sort of gone by the wayside a, a little bit, but again, he was a player who was wanted by all these clubs that I've mentioned previously and Bayern Munich, and he chose to come to Juve. So that kind of created the atmosphere for me, but the goal was, was brilliant. But I think when I, when I watched it again, it looked like Morata was, was kind of stealing in at, at the, at the back. So even if the goalkeeper had maybe like palmed it, Morata was there to kind of capitalize. But again, just the, the whole feeling, the whole atmosphere about the way that Juve were playing it, it came at the right time. It was like Allegri is finally starting to get these players playing properly together. Everything's starting to come together at the right time and they're playing better than they have been. And well, now I have you have these two guys. Hmm. I have a question for you to kind of, kind of, you know, go off on that. Patrick Van Camp, shout out to one of our <laughs> most uh, dedicated listeners. So he has a question for Rav. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'll sprinkle in these questions for Rav. That's the way to do it, bro. That's the, the way to do it. Yeah. Well, whenever it's yeah, topical, so, so we'll kind of, and... yeah, we'll kind of, if somebody mentions something, I'll, I'll go and uh, read the question. Cause I kind of, kind of know what the listeners want to want to know. So Patrick asks, do players like Morata, Rabio, De Chilio deserve a spot in this quote unquote new Juve? 
the one that Max seems to be creating. And can Chiesa replace Dybala as a support striker in the same formation next season? Um, it's a tough question. Rabio is, is a player that I, I still haven't figured out. He has these brilliant games and he, you know, like at the weekend, he was brilliant against Verona. And then, then he's rubbish for a couple of weeks and he, he it feels like he still hasn't fully sort of fitted in properly. Morata is, is a guy that knows Juve pretty well by now. I would probably want to keep him if it wasn't for the fact that they want 40 million euros for him, which is ridiculous. No one's going to play, uh, pay 40 million. Dishilio, all these kind of fringe players, I think. Atletico yeah, wants 40 million? I think so, yeah. I'm sure it's something like That's that. I think, I think it's 30 to or 35. There I think it's 35 to make it permanent. That's the option. Buzzer. Uh, There's an option okay. which they're certainly not going to want to exercise after having yeah. Vlavic because Vlavic, I mean, he 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 does what Morata's supposed to do, but better. He he's a horse. He he, but he's 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 bigger. He's stronger, and he's arguably a little bit more clinical. I mean, or certainly, I mean, for a guy his age, certainly has the the upside to become a, a, a better player overall than Morata. Um, I think Morata also offers something different. I think he. But Morata doesn't work as well when he's the punto. I think that's clear. Uh, Vlaovic is a punto, hundred percent. He's the main focal point saying? of any attack. And but 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 dude, like like Morata plays better as a supporting striker. He does. He gets morphed into the role of a of a of a, of a main target man because I don't know because he wears number nine and because he's 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 he can be physically imposing at times, but he's not a hold up guy. He does better going forward and finding teammates, picking up trash. I would definitely like to keep him. I just don't think I, I don't think it'll happen for practical reasons unless like a deal gets renegotiated or they just, I don't know, this loan is, him for the is, last year. This is similar to uh, the question that Amit had. Uh, shout out to Amit as well. Um, there's a lot of questions within the question. So if you can give us a short mm-hmm. answer, um, mm-hmm. Rob, it's amazing to hear that you're back. Uh, <laughs> it will be good to get your thoughts on our striker options for next season. Will Allegri in charge? Do we do our best to keep Dybala or instead secure Morata for a cheaper price, knowing Chiesa will be back and look to bring in another young forward? What do you think? That's a weird one. Uh, personally, I think keep it as it is. I think if you can get Morata at a discount, um, he's not Vlajevic. He's not the guy that is going to lead the line. He doesn't have the confidence at all to do that. Uh, Vlajevic is, is, for his age, is incredibly confident. He's like a reference point for that attack. He will carry everything on his shoulders and he doesn't give a shit you know what the other players are doing around him he will be there doing that Morata he never had that about his game he could have four or five great games miss a couple of chances his confidence disappears he's not the same player so if you take the spotlight off him I think he can shine even without the spotlight on him so I think that would be good with Chiesa and Dybala I would I would try and keep Dybala. I know this this kind of divides a lot of people because, you know, uh, we don't know the full details in terms of what he's asking for in terms of salary. And I know you've been negotiating, negotiating with him, but he's been there long enough. And when he's fit, he's capable just like within one moment, he can change a game in a way that no other player on the pitch can do. He'll pick out the pass or he'll score the goal. Um, and he does it in the big games. And if it's feasible to renew him at a, at a reasonable price, then I would keep him 100%. When, when he's fit being key. And that was the other yeah. thing about the big games. What were we talking about a couple of weeks ago with Adam? What does he have? Two or three uh, 
goals in Champions League knockout games. I think it's three and two of those came against Barcelona in one match. So I don't know. You also have to wait and see how the next few months go. Like I always say, people seem to still wait for Dybala to peak. But that's, Mm. I think, as good as you guys are going to get. This is what it is. But you have to wait and see how he does with his new number nine, I think, these next few months, especially without Chiesa and where they're the two only focal points of the attack with Morata as a supporting guy. You know, Uh, it's it's really a Dybala and Blavic attack. Going forward, He's I think clearly uh, we, better playing with the traditional number nine. He was great with Iguain. Um, yeah. The but the and Vlahovic is more that. And I think the to we were talking about Morata before. Max was saying today that uh, Morata's qualities. He should be running towards the goal, not playing with his back to the goal. But he's mm-hmm. he's been he's been having to play as that number nine because there haven't been any other options for Juve this season. And I think it's shown. And I think it showed that playing him out wide he's so much better than i think people give him credit to and he's another one who's good um when he's partnered with somebody else up top and not the focal point like think about how well he was with tevez that season options are good. probably his best season with Juve. options are good man remember when we had manzukic and we had Higuain at the same time. I mean, that was good. Right. And we had Dybala as well. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, Mandzukic was played in a very versatile role. He sort of became like a weird hybrid, like right. attacking player that would also track back. But and Morata's kind of doing that now. He was an option. Or at least yeah. last game he, he was doing he, that. He played fine. He played if the, He if played really well. He was fantastic. If, if, he was linking everything together and yeah. dropping deep yeah. and he was yeah. finding assists and pulling the defenders out of position so that Vlahovic had more space to operate. And even if Vlajevic pulled the defenders to him, there was a point when he had four defenders on him in the box. Morata <laughs> was free boy. at the back. With Yeah, and Morata was free at the back. He, he yeah. He's just doing that. So Morata in that kind of free role, Dybala kind of creating behind the two of them, that works really well for me. By the Perfect. way, speaking sort of like of, a 4-3-2-1. Yeah, exactly. Speak, speaking yeah. of Morata's confidence, I wish he, he did... He had the same confidence he has on TikTok. I mean, he has on the page <laughs> that he has on TikTok when he smashed an egg on his wife's head and posted it. I wish, where, where's that Morat? Where's that brave dude? Um, I, I couldn't believe because I had to double check the, the username because he's very protective. He doesn't allow people to comment or whatever on his posts. And all of a sudden I see like... Well, with good uh, reason. After some of the shit that yeah. happened last year, he, he's... Yeah, he, for sure. He, he, for was, sure. he was put through the ring, uh, unfortunately. But... Yeah, and, and, and yes, a couple young ki- couple young kids, you know, people go after the wife. That's never good. But I mean, I, I, I'll never understand that. I'll never understand putting your 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 significant other on blast on unless, you know, I admire the I admire that kind of relationship dynamic because I do not have that at all. Like, I just I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't accept that either. If someone did that to me, I wouldn't find it funny. I'd be pissed off, man. I just, hey, I, there's I a know. there's a line there's a line you th- definitely you need to have like a silly relationship with your with listen it's, yeah it's, uh, you do but for me it, for me it extends to, for me it, it 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 ends at anything to do with like physical not physical harm but just just physical distress if, if you put an egg on my head i'm in physical distress i need a shower that's that's no, a no-go zone I, for me I, I wouldn't mind showering but like if you put it around around the put it out for the whole world to see for generation nothing stays within this this shit will come up later and later it's like 
I don't know. That's kind of awesome, though. Can you imagine if you could have seen like your great grandparents' like dynamic, their relationship dynamic, <laughs> and the way they would fuck with each other when they were thirty, before they started to hate each other when they turned, you know, when 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 they turned the corner at middle age, when they were all like, when you know, hey, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I their friends my, were all going out and they were all in a good mood all the time. Can you imagine if you could have seen like videos of their relationship dynamic and some of the pranks they might have pulled on each other. Like that's that's kind of cool. Whatever. All right, let's move on to another question, Timothy. Timothy is asking. Rob, and you guys feel free to jump on, jump in there, answer your questions. Well, uh, what are your thoughts on the UCL hope this season and which positions would you like to see reinforced in the summer? Uh, we'll talk about transfers and stuff like that. Let's, let's uh, concentrate on the first question, which is um, bringing up Champions League starting again soon. Uh, your realistic views as a um, fan. I, I think you and I have done so many podcasts in the past and um, we always by, say by the, the same way thing. speaking of that sorry i'll interrupt you for a second while, <laughs> while you listen while you can think of the question uh rav has been on the podcast a lot and we we even had a podcast going we did 10 episodes together uh so this is not this is not a one-off rav has been a homie of the podcast so we uh we go back quite a way so just want Absolutely. to put that in there What's um win it every single time i've said it in the past the the beauty of that competition is that it's not 38 weeks of playing your rivals and having to deal with all that kind of crap it's it's such a unique competition it has so much luck involved and the beauty of it is that you always believe that you can win it right up until you're out so every single time we go into the champions league it doesn't matter who the opposition i don't care if we draw against one against um Manchester City or PSG or whoever, Bayern Munich, it, it never matters to me. When it comes to those games, the reason that I watch Champions League games, the reason that I, I love that competition is because I always feel that when we go into that competition, we got a chance of winning it until we're out. And like I say, you and me have had that discussion so many times over the years. Um, so yeah, it, realistic, you, you can never be realistic about the Champions League because you never know what's going to go in your favor and what's going to go against you. Um, well, but yeah, well, for me, our, our, every time. Our, our plan for the longest time was to <laughs> pop champagne bottles in a, in a city square Amen. In a, inside of a fountain, wherever the, the final is being played. You and I, Rob, mm -hmm. next, next, if we make it to the Champions League final, everyone's invited. Where, where is it this year? <laughs> where is it this year? We just not, not, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but. Well, you 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 weren't speaking, so you could have used Google instead of interrupting. I just <laughs> popped into my head now. But well, while know. while you answer that, John, uh, or while you check that, John, like, John is the fact checker. I'm with I'm with Rav, but I also think listen. I think I wanna I wanna cruise by Villarreal. Um, let's not take for granted the fact that we went out to teams that we should have beat or could have been expected to beat in the last three Champions League campaigns. So. It was, yeah, it was a fairy tale Ajax site a couple of years ago. We went on to sign Matthijs That's great. But we still couldn't beat them. Stadium in Leningrad. Saint oh, Peter's my God. Bird. Maybe not this year. You know, whatever. It's only next did year. You, <laughs> did you use Google from 1985 when it was still named <laughs> Leningrad? Why not St. Petersburg? <laughs> Leningrad? <laughs> no, I, I said St. Petersburg, Petersburg. I just happened to, oh my God. you know, I don't know. Years of I, playing I just, GoldenEye, I yeah. guess. No, look, guys. So let's good. not let's not let's not discount the fact that let's not discount the fact that we went out to Lyon two seasons ago. I mean, like like 
there's a lot that's gone there's a lot that's gone wrong in the earlier stages of the knockout competition of the knockout rounds of the competition for us but i think we're going into it with a lot of momentum now and if you asked me a month ago i would have said hell i i hope we get by Villarreal, and then whatever happens happens i think now there's a shifting of uh, like the narrative and the tone feels a little bit different. And I like the way we're, uh, I like the way that we're kind of coming together. I think the transfers have kind of injected right off the bat. Um, and we'll see what happens this weekend against Atalanta. I think that'll be indicative of the momentum as well. But I think that the transfers that have come in have kind of injected a little bit of energy into the let's, side. Let's, let's, this let's is a side without. Okay. Well, well, well the, the, the fact that he scored in the first game is, is bodes well, but I also think again, just, just, he could have not. He could have not scored, and I think it would have been just an injection of 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 energy, just because it's different. Just because it's something different. Yes, he plays a certain way that we didn't necessarily have. I mean, he's we're basically we basically swapped out Rodrigo Bentancur for him. So, yeah. what Rodrigo Bentancur yeah, brings, Grant, which is sort of Uruguayan passive passing, right? Sorry, the Uruguayan Pirlo, who <laughs> is a much more passive player Uruguayan, than Zakaria. Yes. Yeah, not the same. Not the same level of energy. Zakaria brings more energy. But just uh, overall, just general, but but broadly, I think there's 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 a, a lot of positives to take out of how the side's playing right now. Even despite the fact that we have no Federico Chiesa, which felt like a death sentence a month ago when we found out he would be out for a year, mm-hmm. we thought there's you know there's there's the Champions League campaign done and dusted. Let's hope we make Shout it to the to top Fede. four and we'll regroup next year. Yes, of course. But again, we have some options now. We brought in some reinforcements. The side is pretty deep, right? And uh, I think, yeah, I, 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 I just like to get by Villarreal, cruise by them, and then be ready for anyone. You know what I mean? If we play Man City, we play Bayern Munich, we might lose, but I want to see a battle. And I think that it would be an interesting tie now. Even if we lose, I so, think we would put up a fight and we could really put people, we could put other good teams on their heels and, and we could maybe nab it. And that's, that's good. That's what we should are, be doing. You guys are forgetting the main the main reason why we might finally win the goddamn competition is the new away's rule, uh, away goals rule. Because <laughs> Ronaldo's gone. Oh, oh, we got a question yeah, about true, Ronaldo, actually. by the way. I want to talk about. I want to talk about. Sorry, that. the only thing I was going to just quickly add is that um, what Sam said was really, you know, is pretty true. Last couple of seasons, we went out to Ajax and um, Dion. I think the only thing to factor in is that we had Sadi in charge and we have pillow in charge and this time we've got a leg we back and that guy whatever else you say about him he is i, I know he, he divides opinion still but that man understands how to manage games especially over two legs he, he has well, and not, uh, not, not only that ahead. he's almost best in mm. a format like the champions league when your back's against the wall remember yeah. 2018 against real madrid yeah quarterfinals <laughs> That was that was classic Allegri going to uh, uh, Madrid and yeah. three goals yeah. unanswered until the end when there was a pretty controversial penalty against Benatia. Yeah, that game, and then there was the Bayern game, which he managed right. perfectly. If if Morata's goal, <laughs> if we had VAR back then, that goal would have yeah. stood. We would have gone through. Um, the, the games against Monaco, against Dortmund, against Real Madrid a couple of times. We've beaten them, uh, apart from in the final, when it I know this is... There you go. Spurs, yeah. Was, yeah, that's a good example. Um, uh, Z4K, shout-outs to one of our listeners also. 
Uh, he's asking a question. Your personal professional opinion on Ronaldo's three season at U three seasons at Juve. I'm just going to mute Ian, myself for this one. The, 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 <laughs> just a quick, I know this is like a years old conversation, but yeah. I don't think many people have heard you talk about him. Uh, so, so what are your, all oh, you know, legacy of Ronaldo at Juve? Uh, just a quick shout out to Z4K because he is the old school Ju Juventino, that guy. <laughs> I swear to God, he, he posts stuff from like 1990s, you know, when he went to games to watch Juve play. That guy has seen him play everywhere. Uh, he's one of those guys that, that wears that Ari Stone jersey that, that Sam Absolutely. He is, he is fantastic. <laughs> I swear to God, he's an old school Juventino. He knows his stuff. Um, Ronaldo, uh, overall, um, I, don't think, I don't think we benefited. And this is no disrespect to him. I know a lot of people, again, are divided on him and, and what, he, what he did at Juve. When you have the beauty of hindsight and you look back, you see that we ended up paying this guy millions. We ended up getting fantastic, um, you know, sort of coverage. But did it do anything for the actual team? Did it do anything for the actual results in terms of what we bought him for? Sole purpose of buying Ronaldo was to progress in the Champions League. Did we do that? No. We won City out. We would have done that with Higuain and all the other players that were there. It's not, it wasn't that much of a challenge at that time. It's more difficult now. Um, so I don't see it as a success. I see it as three years setback. We unsettle the team. We put a lot of fringe players. Uh, you know, we put a lot of players' noses out of joint, and we didn't improve. It was just sort of okay. Here's the it formation. A, it was a marketing. It was a marketing experiment. That, that yeah, it was. It was, was ten kind guys. Of successful. Yeah, the guy just happened played. to have scored the most we, goals in City A over that period in time. It's just that he 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 kind of. Puts uh, he kind he kind of puts the spotlight on himself not um not not even intentionally it just it just happens right just by osmosis through him playing it's, it's and not, it's not his through fault. his aura it's not his fault. the way the way the way the teams play you know you know what I mean and and that's that that's that's down to management ultimately because he's not an easy guy to manage and and I, no one's really done it the way that Zidane was able to I think um, others have done well I think Ancelotti's done well but like. <laughs> He's proven he's proven difficult to manage. It's it's really complex. So, but like, so let's go, it helped the let's, brand yeah. a lot. I, I like Obviously. to say we flew too close to the sun with Ronaldo. Amen. <laughs> but it's a thing that happened, and we survived. And you know, people, you yeah. know, more people, more we're, people in the yeah, U.S. and whatever know so about you now. Our, Not that they were anonymous, but arguably signing Ronaldo set us back because, as Rob said, probably set us back because. His transfer fee and his wages were so massive that it kind of siphoned resources that could have went to building the overall squad. Um, mm -hmm. What was wrong? But this sorry, but the only I think sorry, I think I think if not for COVID, we might not even be having this conversation because you throw COVID on top of that because yeah. you yeah. know at least he did bring in a marketing windfall for you so yeah. there had to have been, like i haven't analyzed their books but there had to be some benefit to it uh but i think going through covid while having to pay his wages yeah. and it, you know in the middle of all that i think just the of, fact just the fact that ronaldo couldn't do the sue in front of the whole packed camp new was was such a such a <laughs> chance gone missing yeah goddamn covid mm. i mean that, that it, it i always say it robbed us of one of the best uh, McKinney scoring a scissor kick in front of the packed uh, <laughs> Camp Nou. 
And, right. and you never know, maybe, maybe if the Camp Nou was packed, we, we, they would never have lost 3-0 to Juve. But we got to see, we got to see Ronaldo do one last hurrah. At, so just at one thing I wanted to say real quick was there was nothing wrong with what we were doing. Nine years in a row, there was nothing wrong with what we were doing. We were doing everything perfectly in terms of the way that they were signing players. <clears throat> signing players like Higuain, you know, from the biggest rivals. The type of players. Yeah, th there was nothing wrong with it. They were building so, a good team. They had Allegri. They they thought that a player like Ronaldo was going to just get us over the line single-handedly because the Champions League was the sole focus. The the consequences that the consequence of that was that we lost, you know, a progression in City A. We allowed the, our closest rivals to to sort of build their teams all the better. Um, And we lost we a little make bit of identity, yeah. which is super important yeah. to us. I feel like Juve is getting that that identity back now. Uh, Here's another thing. Been, it's we only lost, been one game. We lost Maroto over that. Yeah, He goes to true. Inter. He, does, he doesn't, you know, Agnelli doesn't side with Paratici in signing Ronaldo um, over Maroto's objections. He ends up signing Icardi that summer and yeah. maybe another year Barella whoever else yeah and we're, we're we're looking at a totally different team that probably won 10 in a row but is 100%. anyone mad is anyone mad at, is anyone actually upset at them for trying to sign Ronaldo? No. sometimes because no, sometimes no, no, you, no, you know no, what no. you know we all got an opportunity to, to fall in love with one of the best players that's ever played football yeah yeah at our club you know that's awesome and and you know sometimes you swing for the fences and sometimes you miss sometimes you whiff man But like, there's an expression in comedy. Like, you you got you gotta just you gotta you gotta. It's not an expression, but there's a, there's this idea that in comedy you're doing stand up comedy. You have to you have to fucking put yourself out there. You have to try shit. You don't know what works. You don't know what sticks until you say it in a room and people laugh or it falls on its face. And there's a period where you have to figure stuff out. Sometimes you get into a flow, and then you know what? You could you could keep rolling with what's working and what's getting laughs, or you can you could try something new. And you have to. You have to you have to kind of own it if it doesn't work. No, you're right. Run. You're absolutely right. It it could have been something that worked out brilliantly. We could have ended up. We could be sitting here talking about winning the Champions League with Ronaldo, but you know, no regrets. We got we got a few wonderful highlights, and, and there was some it's a high bar fan, man. Fantastic mm -hmm. call and COVID uh, too. Yeah, yeah. can't COVID be under well. under you know. Yeah, you have to All always right. whatever. Let's 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 talk about the 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 episode. The, let's talk about the topic that a lot of our listeners love. I dread it, so I'll leave it up to you guys. The formations. Um, let me give him his name. Uh, Joshua Fontaine. He's asking, uh, "What do you think our best combination in the midfield is for a big match?" That's a tough one because I think that some of these players are all starting to come into form at the right time, and then we sign. Zakaria and he's he's a brilliant midfielder. So um I think four three like one two works well with Morata and, and Vlaevich up top and then Dybala playing behind them. It can be four three three in that way as well. But midfield, um Locatelli, I think has to start. And then Zakaria, I think is is we bought him for a reason. The guy has to play, and then you've only got one spot. Rabio, I, I will never understand that guy. I do not understand what he does. I don't understand why he's still there, but there you go. I would rule him out. And then it's then it's between Artur and Wes 
and I would always go for Wes because I just love the energy that guy has. Yeah, it's, yeah, McKinney's it's fantastic. Dangerous. So he's yeah, and listen, he can. He's is, getting better. Is Arthur going to score a goal? Probably not. Put, so putting McKinney out there, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some Juve nerds that'll say, "Hey, it's different positions or whatever." That, but the fact that McKinney can come from our box all the way yeah. in the attack and provide, you know, danger, he, danger in front of the goal. That's he should have scored at the weekend. He had a great chance and with with Lavic uh, um, occupying the opposing defense as much as he does now. You're going to see McKinney do that even more. Hundred yep. percent. Just, just one what, thing what, I wrote down. What, what, what Allegri promised ten goals from McKinney. How long? How many goals has it been so far? Uh, I'm not too sure. Not ten. <laughs> it's definitely not ten. Guys, ten. I, got, I got to bounce. I'm going to hop off. All right. Johnny, thanks, buddy. Rob, good to talk awesome to you, man. As always, good to talk to you. Congratulations on the win. See you, buddy. All right, just three of us now. So Sorry, just one Robbie, thing I was going to say, um, if you go back and watch the highlights of the game, go back specifically to minute 64 when we whip a corner in and take a look at Vlajevic and look what's happening around him and look at all the other Juve players. Just a perfect example of, of what that guy is going to do. Four defenders uh, in a box, literally marking, I think, Zonal, just trying to snuff the threat out. There's three or four Juve players around him. That all have space to to do something. Um, How can you not? The guy's a giant. He's a giant, but he's also a player who isn't afraid. He's just not afraid of anything at all. He he wasn't afraid of leaving Fiorentina, which is a, a big deal. Yeah. It's tougher than you know. I, I think it's more difficult for him than Chiesa and, and Bernadeschi when they left. He he wasn't afraid of that. He wasn't afraid of being ridiculed. He wants to go to the top, um, and he turned down you know the chance of playing for a, a lot of English teams and maybe even some Spanish teams to come to Juve, the most hated rival. That guy doesn't care what anyone thinks of him, you know? Yeah. And, and it's a superb it, player. There's, there's a theory I have on his, on his number choice. Uh, there's a couple of things about it. Many people said he's a pure number nine. He could have waited for Morata to leave. So he could have chosen uh, a number right now. That's, that's, Mm-hmm. That was would be a temporary number. Uh, I like that he did choose to go with a with a strong number seven. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ronaldo's number previously, but Ronaldo talk aside, he he mm-hmm. he chose to start his career with a new number uh, career at Juve with a new number, uh, new life, new phone. Who this? So I really do appreciate that <laughs> he from the get go. I want Juve. I want number seven. Kind of a decisive guy. I like that about him. And one more thing about his his play on the pitch. We've only seen like one game uh, in the Juve jersey. But what I like is that he was always moving. No matter when yeah. you look at Vlaovic, if if Dybala had the ball, if Morata had the ball, and even if the, the the opposition had the ball, he was always moving. I like that. I like that that he's so explosive, even though his size is so huge, you'd think he'd be slow. But if you see his runs... Could have yeah, scored a hat luck. trick. Good luck. It's yeah. It's yeah. it's like that Ralph Wiggum meme. <laughs> the other teams. I'm in danger. So uh, I do like the how mobile he is. I do appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, look. It also Ronaldo wore number nine when he signed for Real Madrid. You know, stuff stuff happens. Play. I think I think Raúl might have still been there. You know, stuff happens. Players move. Then yeah. uh, you know. Then they might. They might. They might 
shift numbers around for marketing reasons. I mean, Dybala was 21. They gave him the 10 jersey. Bogba, they gave him the 10, right? When they were trying to, I think, appeal, mm-hmm. you know, appeal to him a little bit. Likewise, they might say, hey, listen, number nine might be a more, you know, appropriate number. Here it is on a platter if Morata leaves. Whatever, who cares? But yeah. I think, uh, look, there's also the fact that, um, just to circle back to the, the midfielder conversation, there's the fact that McKenney's very dangerous on set pieces. I definitely won't deny that, but the weird thing, the weird thing with Arthur is, even though he hasn't played consistently um, for long stretches of time over the past couple of years, is he's still when he when he plays, he still offers something unique that other players that we have don't. So he's Definitely. very good on the turn. He's very yeah. good on the turn. He's the only mm-hmm. real regista we have, and I, I know people use that word a lot. People use the word regista because I, I don't even know why they like using the word. It be, I think it's because they long they long for Andrea Pirlo, and no one's gonna play it like <laughs> he did, right? That's that, that's okay. But that's very but, true. Dude, what, 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 the, but, names, but the, the, the names of positions are cool as hell in Italian. That's, yeah, that's why it's, it's, re, it's totally <laughs> true. Mezzala, how, how awesome. I know, man. I know. I know. Can, can, can you tell us? Can you go through them in your accent? I love it. <laughs> Give us a couple of mezza, cool Italian. Uh, la mezzala, il punto, la trequartista, la regista, hmm. il terzino. <laughs> portiere, portiere is a great one. Il padrino. No, no, that's padrino. That's no, but but like, look, a regista doesn't have to spray. Doesn't have to spray balls across the pitch like Pirlo did. Oh, he just whoa, has whoa. to be good at receiving the ball on the turn and playing out of pressure. It's why Jorginho is very good at what he does. It's why Marco Verratti can be good as a regista. Isn't necessarily always. He can play off of one um, because he's very good going forward, but he's confident on the turn. Um, so. Arthur does that better than anyone else. For that reason, I think if you want, it depends on the style of play you want to have. But if you want to, if you want to hold possession, I'd rather have him play than McKenny with Locatelli but and Zaccaria. Zaccaria right wanna, the- I don't want Juve to hold possession. I want, I want forward, forward passes. I want, you know, the it, team to you have know what a I, different style. Well, well, well look, I, I just, that. yeah, sorry, sorry, no, you I was, I was just, I was just gonna say, I, I think, I think McKenny offers one set pieces, but I think Locatelli can get forward as well. So I, tr- I trade McKenny for Arthur alongside uh, Locatelli and Zakaria because I think Zakaria can do a lot of running. I think he's high energy. I want to see more from him, and uh, yeah, that's it. But um, I think Locatelli can get forward the way that McKenny does is just more of an aerial threat. That's all. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you. No, I'll no, no, you chime cool. in. Uh, no, the only thing I was gonna say was I remember, you know, as soon as you mentioned. Um, I was thinking back to, uh, you know, like when we used to play 3-5-2. In those first couple of seasons, we we dominated possession, especially under Conte. It was just purely about the fact that we had three at the back. We had sort of five, so to speak, in the middle. Um, and Pirlo had so much time on the ball. Like he was so languid in his movements, the way that he would assess things, the way that he would be able to decide a game just by picking out the right pass. We had so much Are you saying Pirlo so much was more a great time. player? Captain Obvious, yeah, pretty much. He was sensational. <laughs> <Shocking> revelation. And, <laughs> but revelation. now it, it feels like with the change in information, we don't have the same amount of time on the ball. You know, like Arthur, he I think he's doing okay. Like he he is trying to play the ball quicker, he's not trying to hold on to it quite as much. I think when he played at Barca, he he got into that habit of you know Barcelona having a lot of possession of the ball, being able to just you've never seen him play for position. Barca. I seriously, I, I I watched a couple of games when he signed for for um for Juve and just uh, and just you know watch the way that he was able to to sort of 
orchestrate games. He had he had little bits of of you know what Pirlo used to be able to do at Juve, but I, I feel like this Juve under under um, Allegri is more kind of more about hard work than aesthetics. It's not quite as much about the beautiful football. It's more about this is just about grinding out results. Allegri doesn't care if you win five nil or like one nil. He just wants the result. That's all that that's all that matters to him. So, yeah. All right. I think um, I think it's time to reveal the winner of the the awesome merge drop in in collaboration with Cola ninety nine. Uh, Let's go. I know in the in, in the preview of of the website. Oh, actually, God, <laughs> I lost the guy's name. Uh, <laughs> the winner, but <laughs> oh, here it is. Um, no, that's not him. Yeah, TurinGiants.com. I see. Uh, you know, if you're looking at, if you're watching YouTube right now, thank, thanks to John, uh, thanks to Sam for rocking the Il Pintoricchio. Uh, I will do a re, uh, re, I do. I will do a restock. Uh, people have been asking. We're we're sort of out of a bunch of, a uh, bunch of sizes on the website. So, um, damn, I can't believe I I, I lost his. Uh, while you pull that up, let me let me um let me let me uh let me circle back to something. Someone asked a question before I forget their name. It was a two-prong question, and the second part we didn't really get to. Um, and it's not something that it's sort of a tedious subject. I don't really love talking about it, especially after a transfer window just ended, but um goals for the the summer transfer market, I think was the question. Um, yeah, I now, now, now I think that depends greatly on what happens to Morata, what happens to Dybala. There's rumors now that Matthias Delic could be leaving for 70 million euro. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but but I think that would actually be catastrophic because I think we actually need um long term reinforcements at the center half position. Um, what say you? We need defensive signings. I think we the defense, uh, Chiellini is pretty close to retirement, Bonucci is another year older. Um, or breaking. Kellini could just break. <laughs> right? That's very true. You know, like he, he is, he's definitely getting to that point in his career. Yeah. But um, looking back, I understand Demiral uh, wanted to play. I remember speaking to some guys who were close to him and in his camp. Uh, I suppose I can say this now because I'm, mm. I'm not, mm. you know, like associated with, with Juve and, and all that kind of stuff anymore. But mm-hmm. when I used to speak to those guys, they would constantly say that if he doesn't get to play, he's going to leave. It was just that mm-hmm. simple. And he ended up leaving. So I think that was more on him than the club wanted to sell him. So ideally, I think we need at least another two centre-backs. I don't know if the new guy from Frosinone is, is going to play Gatti. I, I, you always have... It'd be quite the step deaths. up. It's, you it's know. a huge step up. For, for a player who's playing in City A B, no matter how well they're playing, to, to jump into, into City A um, at Juve at the top of the table, it's... It's huge. So I But it has happened. Of... You know, that was Bonucci in 2009 at 22 yeah. with Barry. That's true. Right. So it's happened. Um, mm. he's he's been he's been he hasn't really exactly been a highly touted prospect that's been on the map for a long time. I think he was he was he was relatively respected, but he was never yeah. I mean, like like Matteo Lovato, Andre, you know, uh, Alessandro Bastoni, they're guys who you would kind of hear about and who, who were playing minutes in Serie A at young ages, and as a result were sort of you know, put up there as, as yeah. guys with, yeah. with, with high ceilings, this guy's not this, you know, that wasn't the case for this guy, but it's very much possible. I just think sign, another signing is definitely necessary at the center back position for sure. Um, 
you know, I, I, I don't know that poor, poor Daniele Rugani is never really given it a shot. He's been get, he's been, he's been given one lately. I know he's been uh, away elsewhere at other clubs that might indicate that, you know what, he, he's, he's not like he's played at other clubs elsewhere that in, in his time there might indicate that he just simply isn't all that maybe surround him, you know, <laughs> surrounding him with elite, with elite mm. teammates, you know, he, he might, he might be able to do a job. Is that enough for him to be a starter? Probably not. That's probably something you would rather equate to some guy who comes off the bench now and again and plays maybe like 15 games a season. Oh, you're you're uh, back. If anyone was if anyone was on watching on YouTube, Farhad just Rabin, I love when you just disappear into the vortex of the of the of the zoom blur. I love but yeah, like in the background. But I'm but I'm with you, man. Like, like we we did we did offload Cristian Romero. It did, you know, I understand why we 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 did it at the time. I I get it, but you know, a guy lost. I mean, all same story. Um, Romagnoli you know. is is available, and I think he's available on a free this summer. One of many many quality players that is available on a free. I think this summer, along with Frank uh, Frank Essier. and there's mm. kind of rumors. Romagnoli's been out of favor. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's possibly because maybe he he's decided not to renew, but. He has been linked with Juve in the past. He's one of these players that keeps popping up. Nothing sort of too Not deliberate. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing like in the in the press too heavily, but he is a player that could easily come in at Juve. And even if he's out of favor at Milan and, and doesn't play quite as much, he could easily step up and, and be the the kind of long-term successor to, to someone like Chiellini or Bonucci. I'm not saying he's a legend just yet, but he, he could do something like that. So and I and I also the other thing that you mentioned about Delict, I get the feeling that um, he probably will move. I I just something about that the fact that Raiola is his agent, the fact that Raiola loves to position his players in all these different clubs and constantly move them around. It's just the DMO that that guy has. So I think I think he may leave, and then that windfall allows us to then spend and and maybe pick up some some sort of you know young talents and nurture them in the way that we did with Delict. We'll see. That That's a tough, that would be a tough one to swallow because if you guys remember, I mean, when he signed, it wasn't like what happened with Vlaovic. It was slow. Um, granted, you know, he was coming to a new league, new language, a lot of communication required at the back, something that mm. can't be discounted. I think also um, it's it's not quite the same when you play as a center back. Like, like the, the expectations when you're a forward are you just need to, you need to move in certain ways and you need to score goals. When you're a center back, it's, it's, it's a whole different, especially coming to a new league. The, the, the way that the league is paced is different. And he really came into his own, but it took a while. And I think we've, I don't know. I think a lot of people might just take for granted how, uh, how much upside he still has um, because he's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a sexy position. It's not, he's just, he's just, he's just a really good monstrosity of a stay at home center back who's become increasingly smart and is pretty decent on the ball for a guy. Uh, who I would plays the position he does, but, He's very important. Sell. No, of yeah. course not. Just, just, no, just. But, I mean, just to reiterate, I, I, the only reason I say that I think he might leave is more because of who his agent is, as opposed to selling him. I would, up to me, I, w- I would keep him, and he would be, you know, the the guy that's still with with us. Stability, when he's something. Yeah, stability surrounding him as a concept. Oh my, like that's that, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, I, just, I'm not, I'm just not convinced. I'm with you. I would. Don't worry about it. It, it, it would. Daddy, I, I, I would hope it doesn't I, happen, but I don't know who we replace him with. That's the thing, right? Daddy will take care of it. Daddy Arriva Bene, uh, Arriva Bene will take care of it. Don't worry about it. We'll see, right, man. Boys. Uh, before we move on, there, we we can we can keep going if you guys don't have anywhere to go. 
we can we can keep chatting, but I do want to announce the winner. Uh, and just a little background, uh, please follow uh, Colosimo. Dan Colosimo is an awesome friend of ours. Uh, so we did this drop together, you know, all the buzz surrounding Vlaovic. It's called New Hope. If you go to TurinGiants.com, you can purchase a, a cropped hoodie for ladies, a hoodie for men, a, a, a T-shirt. I know they're curved hem. They're, they're the T-shirts that kind of go over your butt. Not, not a lot of fans are uh, big fans of that. Uh, I did get a sample of like a regular T-shirt. So I think they'll, I'll put them in production soon. Uh, support the podcast and get a kick-ass, you know, kick-ass shirt or a hoodie. With Those crop shirts are the shit. Those crop shirts are the shit. If the if I don't know if the listenership is more male, if you have girlfriends, buy it for her. Yes, man, they're so badass, and and it's so they're funny. so I, hot, man. I buy my wife everything like as a sample to kind of try, and she's like, uh, "Are you gonna get me the Kilini jer- Kilini <laughs> shirt?" It's it's she, under, lo- she loves um, that guy, doesn't she? Yeah, <laughs> she it's under, loves Kilini so much. Um, you shall. Damn, I forgot the collection name. Anyways, you shall not pass. I think it's you shall not pass. Yeah, Shell Napas was was when he was pulling Saka back, and <laughs> it was really funny. Okay. really really awesome drop as well. So, without further ado, I would like to announce the winner, and we'll we'll keep doing that more and more. We'll do we'll do you know giveaways for new drops and announce the winners here because, quite frankly, we need the listenership. So, uh, so the winner is. Matthew Montesano, please reach out to us and claim your awesome gift, which is a T-shirt. Yes, yes. And the guy's a um, fellow healthcare worker, which makes me happy that he that he won. We'll be doing more go. of these. Um, for those of you who didn't win, please uh, go to TouringGiants.com. And even a sticker will make a difference because, oh, support your favorite podcast. And we are your favorite podcast, aren't we? Rav, um, so how's it feel to live in the Bahamas and uh, enjoy the, the, the enjoy the breeze from the millions that you made and screw, you screwed over a common little man and now you're a, you're a big wig. How does that feel? Uh, it feels. Can you hear us? Can you hear us over your cra- over the waves crashing on your on your mansion walls? Just a just a small victory for Juventini everywhere. <laughs> Rob sold the website at a crazy markup to a Liverpool fan. We're just we're slowly clawing back oh, and it. getting them back for Heisel. Just 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 yeah. one 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 bad business deal at a time. Man, um, it was. I if 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 you don't mind, I'll just the the the. The transition period was a was a nightmare. First couple of days, people were oh so God. mad, but 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 it was just the technical glitch, and everyone everyone's friends with the at UVFC.com, uh Twitter account, and they've been doing a great job. But it was it was better done when, think, when Rob was um, there. I think I I had left by the time that all that sort of happened, and I had checked out um, pretty much after twenty years. I think it was twenty yeah twenty years. Of oh, doing that pretty much day in day out. Um, Did you start it, like as a teenager? Pretty much. I started oh um, after I finished university. I set up. If you if you got access to, I think there's a website called Wayback. It's called the Wayback Machine, and you can type in a website and look and see how a website looked way back. Um, oh my god! And that started in 2001, 2002, I think, and the, the entire website was was hand coded uh took me two three months to build it whereas you can build a website now in about five minutes um used to take 
a, a week if I wanted to change the design. It used to take me days to send a just notice to, to someone by mail. <laughs> Literally, I swear to God. A, if you guys, operation. if you guys could see, just have a little camera on me working on that website when it when it first started up. Um, yeah, it, it was crazy. Um, well, I, I, I think that, you. I think from what like we we. I pride myself being your your you know acquaintance, good friend. We've never met, but we speak sometimes. And I think you were just tired of the Hell negativity yeah. and and the crying and the. Uh, I, I feel like everything now is taken personally and for for. Not not because we get upset what somebody says, but personally in terms of, everything is with an agenda to get more clicks, to get more likes. People people might post some, some bullshit that they don't believe in. But mm -hmm. it will get it will get them followers by, you know, just just osmosis. So people will check out the, your your terrible opinion. You just you just didn't like the fact that it was it was too personal and not about. It was. The um, the, it, I think I said to you when I, I I came on the podcast just after everything had passed over. Uh, it had been a few months, but if I had to make a list, reasons uh, say ten reasons of why I decided to leave. Reasons number one through to number nine would be time that's all it was mm. time was more was the the number one reason the amount of time that it takes people see what it is that you do but they don't see that you have a full-time job that you also have to try and keep abreast of all the latest you've news. you're running a twitter account a facebook account instagram right. website it's insane luckily i was single at the time I could devote a lot of time i didn't have a partner at the time Ooh, is there a lady in the uvafc.com universe there may well be, but I'm not going to say anything. Um, oh. But anyway, the, just the amount of time that it took. The reason number 10 would definitely be the amount of negativity. Social media, when I first started, I remember I followed guys, you know, like Adam Digby, um, Aaron West, these guys. Um, we we just, we were Juventini from all around the world. And we just wanted to talk about Juve. That's all it was. Over the years, it's changed into something very different. And it's not the same atmosphere at all as it used to be um Shout and that Aaron by the way who was interviewing Kelly the other day yeah I love this that guy's guy. like he's awesome interviewing Buffon <laughs> and Mourinho and, and Aaron Aaron is good people I, I I like to see him succeed Adam Adam uh, is a regular on our well, podcast. Is, probably probably will be awesome. on the next podcast with us uh That's we gave fantastic. him a, we gave him a little break because he's busy but uh yeah, man. Uh, well, people are coming back. There's always you can always come back and do do something with uh, with us. You know, welcome to Turin Giants family. <laughs> the invitation is open. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, things okay, things like can. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. Did yeah, you? Yeah, so so tell me what all that time that you used to spend pregame and and you know mm. uh, doing research on the postgame. What filled up your time the most that you used to spend on? Translation, <laughs> translation, hundred and ten percent. I used to. I, I need to give a shout out to uh, Tarek, but I think he's just come yeah, back. Yeah, he's back. Twitter. He's back. Yeah, which is awesome to see him back. He was a huge help. He he sort of told me about which newspapers were reliable, which ones weren't. Um, and then I would wake up in the morning and spend a, a long time translating stuff from newspapers. And then in the middle of the day, if there was you know, like news breaking, you get to translate that. I'm not a fluent Italian speaker. Um, so yeah, that that used to take a lot of time. And then in the evenings, uh, in the summer, 
Um, at winter, you've got the transfer break. You get to listen for, you know, Di Marzio in, at, <laughs> at 11 o'clock in the evening. Oh, the transfer. Um, I mean, we just, we, yeah. just, we just went through the Mercato. And it Insane. sounds like a nightmare. It sounds crazy. like something I don't want to do ever be one of those, you know, Twitter accounts because the amount of the amount of information you have to sift through, it just takes takes the whole day probably. And you do want to beat the other accounts. And sometimes that mm. that kind of ends up confusing because, you know, you might you might suppose something that that is false. So that's another negative the people being upset at you for for picking up wrong story, I imagine. Right. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think there was, uh, I think about two, maybe three years back, me and Tarek put together this sort of reliability thing that we'd mm. worked on where you can go through and figure out, you know, like who are the most reliable uh, transfer sources. But even even at the worst points, when you're up at 11 o'clock, you're exhausted or 12 o'clock and you've, you've done, you know, like a whole day's work, all that kind of stuff. Um, I know this is going to sound really like cliche and really sort of crazy to, to say, but it was always the whole reason the website existed, the whole reason I kept it going all those years, the whole reason I would wake up stupid hours and stay awake, it was purely out of love. You know, I, I think back to when I first set up the website and that was pretty much what kept me going is just a, a this connection that I have with this club, which is, you know, in Italy, I'm not even Italian, but I just had this love that just wouldn't go away it was just a constant commitment there wasn't any financial gain in it when i was running it there wasn't really any kind of status or any of that kind of stuff none of that kind of stuff really mattered it was purely just i loved juventus i love watching juve play yeah, I you know what watching... we should do we should mm. do we should we should do a release of shirts with Turin giants with just Ralph's face in the front <laughs> and only only when you only when you pay for it you get the face reveal you don't really know you're buying you're buying like a secret item and then you get it in the mail it's like oh look at that genius. <laughs> you know what would be really funny is we could just dupe everyone and then it's like fucking i don't know like Joel Pesci's face or something <laughs> no it'd be, it'd be some, so like, much some random and then then in the back it says song no mm -hmm. um rob you spent a lot of time translating articles from Italian. Dude, how fucked up is the Italian journalistic standard? Oh. Not, 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 really, not really the journalistic standard, but just the way that they communicate. It's so odd. And I think you need to be able to have a, just a baseline understanding of the language in order to realize how confusing it can be. Because as a, I mean, even it's, as a native speaker who, but even as a native speaker who, 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 who consumes English news and prefers it because it's direct and straight to the point. It's exhausting. It's so fucking exhausting. The titles are misleading and they're it's not dramatic, even, I mean, but, but that's what it is. Very, more than anything very dramatic. Else. It it's has... dramatic and, but it misappropriates quotes, the standard. Completely. So I actually, so I actually, do, I actually don't take that back. The standard for citing is different. They'll, yeah. they'll put quotes on things that weren't said. Like, for example, if I say, uh, Rav, Say you're the coach of Juve, and I say, Rav, what do you think about Alvaro Morata's chances of renewing next season? And you say, 50-50. That's the answer you give me. The La Gazzetta will cite, okay, in quotes, Morata? Question mark. He might stay 50-50. You didn't say Morata. He might say, you just said 50-50. They'll put that in quotes and they'll say, Rav. Yeah. Rav said that. It's odd. Yeah. It's really strange. It's very and, odd, but also that the the way that... The writing they, style. Yeah. It, it, I think it 
differs from newspaper to, to newspaper. Gazeta was always kind of the, the sort of standard, I think, in a lot of ways. But it, again, the, it was such a long-winded way of just saying one simple thing, which, yeah, yeah yes. you're nodding. You, you get it entirely. It, it's, um, I, I can't think of examples now because it's been so long since I did it. But it would instead of just saying sort of Morata will stay, it would be like, you know, like Morata has spoken to his agent and his agent has possibly confirmed that there's a da da da, da. And, it, and again, I no disrespect whatsoever to the language because I wouldn't have done it for 20 years if I didn't love Italian, if I didn't love, love everything about that culture. Um, it, it, you could easily condense what it is that they're saying. The only thing that I would say is in England, in different countries, we have sort of two or three pages at the back of every single newspaper daily devoted to sports two three two three pages at the most and that's all sports in italy it is four five six seven eight maybe even ten regular daily newspapers that cover football that cover culture in such detail they have to fill those pages they have to have that way of writing they have to be able to fill you know, a tiny blurb and make it into something huge it can be something straightforward you and i could talk and, about and it it what could about, be condensed you, 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 uh, you, you, you've put websites together. And by the way, uh, Rav has offered his help with touringgiants.com. I really hope we can turn it into a better website. Always improving, sure. baby. Um, the Italian websites also are like you have to sift through so much garbage, so many top 10, uh, top 10 lists or find out which celebrity, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, you know that, that sort of website yeah. where you don't know where the actual text is? It's like, yeah, it's like countdowns and, and shocking news and, and celebrity, uh, you know, influencers half naked. If it, there's, a, there's a guy on Twitter, he even does like the, the thread of how ridiculous Italian media is. And yes. it's, a, it's an article. Yeah, and yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a half naked Italian. Not that I'm not that there's a problem with that, but like in the middle of a, of, a, of a legit website, there's just a model with just like uh, mm -hmm. uh, coming out of an ocean or something. <laughs> I always thought that funny. Rav question for you yes we uh we we spoke on zoom you know we, your your picture is now the 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 iconic uh avatar mm -hmm. for at uva fc twitter page thanks thanks to johnny for finding that old photo um Definitely. you were on camera you're wearing a juventus a jersey i wrote down yeah. what i think then I, I wrote down what i think the number is on the back mm -hmm. so you tell us and i'll <laughs> reveal it to the camera we got to give Sam a guess as well. What do you think it was, Sam? I have no clue. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was number 10. It was Dybala. It was the, you know, that kind of sustainable third kit that they released about. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yeah. It was the third kit, right? Yeah. I just, yep. I like that kit. That's what it was. What did you go for? I put no, I put no name. Oh, I can't really <laughs> see it on camera because I, I, you, you, you've mentioned that you never really put anyone's name in the back, so I thought that was it. Wah, wah. I'm, <laughs> I gotta give my, I have to give myself a buzzer. Hold on. No, I don't know. I thought, I thought it might have been, I thought it might have been like a guy who was with us for a season or something. I was thrown off. I was like, I don't I have no idea. What, Jovinko, like, Jovinko was, I honestly oh, thought Jovinko was, was retired. No, he's, he's back at some, he's back, back at some Dodia, yeah. man. Apparently, I, I actually own one of his jerseys. You believe that? What's underrated that? player? I feel Juvinko was one of those players. Yeah, I, I don't know. I always felt like maybe if you stayed at Juve, you never know. Maybe that's well, just me wasn't, being romantic. Wasn't his choice, I guess. I always yeah. like to go back and, and look at 
look at the teams from like Juve teams from uh, 2011, 2012, up until maybe like 2017, 18. Uh, it's just there's so many figures that people who started watching Juve recently, uh, maybe after Ronaldo arrived or, or whatever, but they'll never know the little stories that we had when we were just we were watching yeah. every game with such interest because, you know, you never knew who, if you were going to win. It was one of those times yeah. where yeah, there could be a hero. And I posted on our Twitter at Juve Podcast the story where uh, Martin Caceres, when he came back for his second spell, and he actually scored two goals <laughs> on his debut. Remember that? Uh, against Milan. Dude, against I, was, yeah. I was doing clinicals at a hospital, and I, was, I wasn't supposed to be watching, but, like, somewhere in the corner I was watching when he scored those two goals. Uh, and you know, that second one was a beautiful goal too. So I like to shout out the, these little cult heroes every once in a while on our, on the, on the Twitter. Absolutely. Account. Um, sorry, just really quickly, I was looking at the questions that people replied with, and I think there were yes. two possibly that we didn't get to. One was from, um, from Rina who said, if Murata is turning into a Mandzukic, uh, would you keep him? Uh, and if not, who would be an ideal and obtainable forward with Vlahovic? Um, I think we covered that, but I just wanted to give her a shout out because she asked great questions. I, if it was I up to me, thank you. No, 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 it's cool. Um, if Morata is available at a discount, I would keep him. Uh, I don't think there's many other forwards that are going to be available at a reasonable price. Um, and the other person I think who asked the question was Mustafa, who said, realistically, oh. what would make this season a successful one? That, for I, me, I, I wanted to guessed. end with that. Yeah. Ah, sorry, my bad. No problem. <laughs> I, still no problem. Problem. I haven't forgotten. No, so what do you cool. think? Um, goals. It. it I, I don't want to get too carried away, but I'm kind of getting that sort of that vibe from the 5th of May 2002. You know, like when you were so far out of the race and then suddenly they, like they gradually start sneaking up the table. Um, if we finish top four, considering the way that we sort of started, I would take that as a as a you know, like a successful thing for us. So I think that's reasonable. Um, well, if you, if you don't mind, I'll read the top five currently as of uh, yeah. February 9th. Inter's first. They've played one less game with 23 games. Uh, they have 53 points. Napoli's second with 24 games, but they have 52 points. Milan is 52 points in third. Juve's fourth now with 45 points. And Atalanta uh, with 43 points in fifth. Listen, this... I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's looking delicious that that <laughs> whatever we got left, the, the games remaining will be will be scraps for every. Does, does, yeah. Does that have a point. game in hand? It's a big game. Uh, at the weekend against, oh, so. they, they really do. They do. They uh, have 23. So games as well. Yeah. So they're even if they win, they'll be one point ahead of us. And then uh, slowly we got we have to grind out these games. And I feel like Vlaovic. If he really says all the things that that he hit, you know, he hit perfectly for for a Juve fan to hear. Um, if he's really all about that life, I think that he it's it's his time to uh, to announce himself definitely as a as a, as a as a cult hero as well. Um, I don't remember. Did, did you did you uh, did you give you a top three or did you give your uh, your opinion on what Juve where Juve will end up, Rav? Um. I think I it interrupted you. No, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> again, the romantic in me would always say that Juve are going to win whatever competition they're in until it's impossible. Um, so even now, I, I think we're on 45, Inter on 
53. It's... <clears throat> It's not likely. I, I think realistically, if I'm going to be honest, I think maybe we'll finish fourth. Um, but you never know. This is City you'll A. Take, Crazier things you'll, have happened. You'll yeah, take it, right? I'll take fourth place. I'll take Champions League football. We regroup. Sam, and then we start over next season. Oh, man. Sam, what do you think? What's your prediction? I'm thinking, man. <laughs> I really don't. You know, like, it, you know, it's really not going to happen. You can just. Say I'm going to. I'm going to take. I'm going to take my glasses off for this one. Because look, I, I was mulling this out. Like, I look. I think it, it depends entirely on. Look, I, my judgment is very clouded at the moment. Frankly, after the after what happened on the weekend, I I I think my expectations have changed, and I have this stupid little voice in the back of my mind telling me it's not over. And um. Like, like the fact that we could actually fucking go on and win a school that I think that's not going to happen. Okay. If we're being realistic, the, the, the odds of that happening are next to nothing, but I think we're going to, I think what's going to happen is whoever winds up winning the school is going to feel a lot of pressure on the, based on the fact that we are uh, heating up. I think we're not going to wind up doing it in the end, but I think it's going to bode very well going into next season. So Top three. We we did this last week, right? You asked me who who I thought the top three were going to be in City. Yeah, this like in this season, and I like I remember, dude. I I, but here's the thing: you want to? I don't even remember what fucking top three I gave, and I think now I would give you a totally different one. It's all good. I I mean, I mean, thirty eight games to play. Look, look, look. played twenty four games. There's still so much, um, so much to be played for, man. Dude, okay. Napoli, Inter, Juve, Milan, but I don't know. I don't know. Like any any of those any of those four could be in any of those Napoli four wins? positions. What? I, I don't know. I, I'm rolling with that right. narrative, man. I think Insigne, well, I think Insigne I, finishes his Napoli career uh, at least before you know. Again, I think he's inevitably I think he's inevitably eventually going to come back from Toronto. But I think let's assume this is a rupturing of his Napoli career. I think the well, I deeply this regret is his last season as captain of the club. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I would add to that, sorry, just quickly, I, I, I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but I wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be disastrous you. for me to to see Napoli win, purely because not because of the Juve Napoli. So patronizing like whenever we say this, but dude, I'm like, yo, they're so cute. Like, let them do it. I, I don't care. Like, it'd be good. It's Throw a, them a bone. It's been yeah, 30 years. Than Inter. I don't, than Inter, I don't right? hate them. They hate, they, they exactly. hate me because I have a Juve tattoo. I don't fucking care. Like, I like That's them. It. I like the city. It's, I, I love the city. It's my favorite city in the world. There so, you go. And they're so you know, passionate about football. So I, and it, it wouldn't it's not be, gonna be us. Be I don't, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be better, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, listen, we, we all make fun of them. They, they, they really are dicks to Juve fans and, and, and Juve. Yeah, they really, really dislike. I don't care. Fans. It's, you know, just be the bit. It's do, but isn't it, isn't it fucking nice that like, isn't it nice? Isn't it nice that we could say, you know what? It's, it's fine. Like you, 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 ben. I still, like, I still, <laughs> I still have a lot of love for you. It's like, it's yeah. like, you, you don't have any idea how patronizing that sounds and how much it probably would upset a Napoli fan to hear that. It's like, fuck you. We don't want your, we don't want your, we don't want your, you know, we don't want your hey. sympathy, but okay. I, I mean, I, I do, I do empathize for them. So I don't know. I, I I'm just holding out for it. Cause I think it'd be, I think it, a lot of crazy things would have to happen in order for that to come to be, but Right. Stranger things have guys, happened. They they've done well without Kulibali. That's all I'm gonna say. So what do, what do you guys back. say? We wrap we wrap this up. Shout out to Giovanni. I talked to him today. He's really busy, but he said that with with enough uh, notice he might jump on. So we're working for uh, like next month in March for him to join us. I know everybody misses Giovanni. Shout outs to Matt. I will we'll try to get him on the podcast soon. 
Um, Adam Digby will probably be back soon. Johnny, I know you had to hop off. Thank you for joining us. Um, and you guys, please, in you know, at you know, Instagram Turing Giants or at UV Podcast on Twitter, please suggest suggest someone who would who would come on and and um, be interesting. Maybe someone I haven't heard of. Maybe someone who'd be willing to to join us. It's always fun. Rock and here. roll, man. Rob, Dude, what's the webs? What? Sorry. Sorry, what did uh, you say? I, I didn't get it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, thanks for listening to me. Are you going to be back anytime <laughs> soon with us? Or do you have a, do you, do you, is there Wi Fi on your yacht? <laughs> in my tiny little hobbit home in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we, we have Wi Fi. Uh, if, if I'm not busy and if there's enough time for sure. You know, I love coming love on it. and talking to you about, you know, UV. It's, it's, I don't get to talk to anyone about UV anymore. I live in the middle of nowhere. So this is fantastic. Jesus. You know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Farhad, I need to know what's the website. Okay, listeners, you know what's the website that summarizes all the craziness of Italian uh, journalism? Or in, in, is this, is this sport journalism? Is this specifically sport newspapers? Uh, it's a it's a Twitter account. Uh, Rob what's might it? know well, this guy's what. Name. What is it? What is it? I want to look it up right now. I will tell you right now. This guy's name is eighteen ninety seven J. That's it, and he does. Mm. He treats a lot of Juve stuff. His profile picture, I think. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't follow many people. I used to follow him. He's he's a fantastic doesn't, guy. He, doesn't he got me he started post, on like, pictures of beers that we that he has. Yes, yeah. He has a whole thread dedicated to beer. Anyways, it's That's entertaining. It. It just you see some funny people on. He's on, a brilliant on, guy on, on Twitter. Worth following. Okay, yeah, I know. I I never would have found him because I was looking up. I was looking up. I thought it was like an out of context. I don't know. I, I, th- I thought I thought okay. the name of the page might have been out of context Italian journalism or something. I was like looking for keywords. Uh, yeah, no. It, to be, it, to be, to be of, honest, I was, was tuned by out. The way, it, enough of no context pages. We get it. It's hilarious. No context yeah. because you can post pretty much anything you want and there's no context. So enough of that BS. Anyways, Rav, <laughs> Sammy, I love you boys. Rav, any 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 last words to your well-wishers and your followers and your fans from back in the day uh i miss you all you guys are all fantastic uh keep the faith and it's never over till it's over so let's let's hope that maybe by some miracle we we can all celebrate in may but yeah keep the faith boys it's been fun listeners thank you matthew congratulations on your new new merch please check out turingiants.com and for so you they love you guys Follow the cultural podcast at cultural podcast. Forza Juve. I'm going to cut that part out. Bye, guys. I knew you would. Maybe we should only be friends right up through the summer. It was going pretty well, but shorty, lately it's a bummer. You can't seem to keep my pace, and these wrinkles on my face are getting harder to ignore. And maybe we should go explore another world. Another boy, another girl, another realm of possibilities. Discover hidden pearls or whatever. I should have written.